Hello and welcome to Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett, and I'm your host. Topher Brophy is a returning guest to the podcast, and we are so happy to have him back. For those who didn't hear Topher's initial episode, he is an artist best known for creative photos of him and his dog, Rosenberg, who share a striking resemblance. Now he's added author to his resume with his new book, Dog Dad, How Animals Bring Out the Best in Us and Can Help Save the World. Through receiving positive support from Rosenberg in his early adult years, after struggling with his mental health, to now having a family with multiple kids and multiple dogs, Topher has learned a lot about the positive benefits our canine companions can have on us. In the book, he tries to share some of the most important lessons and what we can all learn from them to be better as people. Topher, welcome back to Dog Save the People. I'm so thrilled to have you back on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's an honor to be back. I love what you do so much. It exemplifies everything that's in my cells and the work that you do to highlight all the amazing connection that animals do for us. It's a real service. And you you hit it right between the eyes for all of us. So so thank you. And, and again, honored to be back with you. Thank you so much. Gosh, I'm blushing over here in virtual world. So let's briefly recap. Could you please share some background about how dogs came into your life and how they started to make an impact on your life? And it's a really wonderful story. Like probably all of us, you know, I, I kind of felt like I didn't fit in for as far back as I could remember. Yeah. It got to the point where I really just felt numb as a, as a young adult. There was a kind of a, a numbness, which I think clinically is, is you could label dysthymia, which is kind of a, a low level, low grade malaise that you kind of always have. And I went from feeling too much to maybe numbing myself inadvertently and going through the motions and not really understanding kind of my feelings. And it becomes some sort of a narcissism where I don't really relate to other people or relate to myself. And therefore, I'm not empathetic in ways that I think I should be, probably a self-coping mechanism. But it got to the point where I had some really big rock bottom times where I just really couldn't function. And I couldn't understand myself. I couldn't understand others. But finally, I went back and when I was a kid and when I was going through my first hard times in high school, I was kind of saved emotionally, like my savior, my solace, my happiest place was with a feline who was my best friend. His name was Emmett. He was a golden Persian cat. Connecting with him kind of made my childhood growing pains tolerable. It let me know that there was purity in the world, but I didn't feel it all around me. And when I was going through the worst kind of downward spiral of my life, later on as an adult, I needed to think about someone other than myself. And that's when I decided to become a dog dad. And, and when Rosenberg came into my life, I started to only care about him and not myself. And that was the kind of catalyst, the connection to realize that caring for him was really something that I was missing and started to give me so much more happiness. And Topher, you have mentioned Rosenberg as your love battery your identity decoder, your self-esteem booster. And I love all of those things. And I think a lot of our listeners can totally relate to all of those descriptions of their dogs. You know, I found him and he found me and it gave me the purpose 
to spread this message. It's such a crazy contrast that I never would have believed it would have been possible. We all need to have some kind of a giant goal, however aspirational it is. And when that goal is helping people and when that goal is being around animals, just feel like it, it highlights how beautiful everything can be in the world because they really do bring out the best in us. We need help and they're the help. Now, Topher, the last time that we spoke, you had mentioned that you were working on a project that was going to tell your story in a long form manner. And now in your book, Dog Dad, you've done that. So Dog Dad is here. How did this project come to be? I've always wanted to be a writer. And then when the pandemic hit, I realized it was the perfect time for me to actually put this into words. And the mission would be to help other people learn the magic and the alchemy of animal companionship through the story of my life. You know, I'd already been starting to make a lot of friends socially through the dog world because, again, it brings us happiness and makes us more social. And as human beings, we're all inclined because we evolved together to be happy when we see a dog. I started to get a network of people that I felt I could relate to for the first time in my life that I did belong somewhere with these people that all have this love of animals. And I realized that I, I had a story to tell that I feel like can help people from what I experienced and the path that I found once I started to be a dog dad. How was it for you? Because so much of your initial sort of traction with Rosenberg and with your now wife, Chantal, so much of your traction was through Instagram and social media. How was it for you to shift into using words and, and to describe things that, in, that for me is kind of hard to describe, is hard to put into words? Extraordinarily challenging, but even more fulfilling because of that. And I did it all at night for two years. But the truth is I had something to say that felt so important to me. And I think if, if we have that, and we allocate the time. Anybody can do that writing when something's that important. If you find the muse and you find the mission, I think it will all work. I started to read it yesterday and I started to really, again, connect with this idea of feeling like I didn't fit in my relationship with my animals, my dogs, but animals in general, they are the gateway to nature, but there is an alchemy involved and there's this magic I so related to that. So I really enjoyed it. And I do feel like you found such a beautiful voice to be able to tell your story and tell the story of the transformation. So the name of the book, which I love, is Dog Dad, How Animals Bring Out the Best in Us and Can Help Save the World. Topher, what examples or instances from the book do you feel best exemplify this positive power of dogs in your life or in our lives in general? The reason why we're so compatible with them is because we've evolved together. So there's other animals that have such innocence and amazing qualities, but we're not as compatible with a lot of those animals. You know, dogs are, again, very special relationship with us. So being so compatible, they're able to give us all of these amazing gifts that no other animal is able to. By being with them and seeing that they don't judge people based on their differences like humans do. It gives us a reference point of kind of how to be better. And some of that is just subconscious. I think a lot of us don't think about, you know, we want to be more like our dogs. But by example, they bring out the compassion, empathy in us by their behavior, which in a lot of ways instinctually is above ours. And if we tap into those properly, 
we can make the world a better place by being better people, by being better to each other. Our love, which is the strongest force of humanity, by showing us unconditional love, it extracts that from us in a way that's more consistent than we would have it otherwise. They will love us no matter what. And if we feel loved, we feel more secure to give others love. I think that the times in my life where I've been the most closed off and the most short-tempered are the ones where I don't feel secure. But if I have that cushion of I know an animal loves me and gives me the solace and gives me back the purity that I lost, I'm a much better person because of that, as is everybody else, because we're all kind of cut from a similar template as human beings. You know, I could read the news and know that these things that are happening are just hard to even fathom, but I know that there's beauty in the world when their love and their innocence is right next to me. And we could use that in a different way, which is something I want to get more into. And that's a philosophy. It's kind of like, what would our dogs do in a situation? How would they behave in a situation? Be the person your dog thinks you are. Always. We know all these things. I don't think we act on them enough, which is why I want to get this word out and bring people together, correlate people in a movement. And I think that's what we're missing. And that's what we need more than ever at this very second. I'm right there with you. And I do feel that my dogs have healed me and they've also made me a better person. And if we are able to channel the energy and the love that we feel for our animals into the world, it will make the world a better place. You know, part of that is the way that they can give us kind of help with our self-esteem and connect us back to kind of the real reason that we're alive. And part of that is to, to be present and to experience things in a state where we're not looking at our phones, looking at technology, thinking about the past, obsessing about the future, being present as animals. It's kind of our natural state and our giant brains. So when we are more present, we experience things in a very different place. And I think that's one of the most important things that they do for us. Topher, there's a chapter in the book called The Dog Dad Manifesto. Mm -hmm. Could you share some of the key ideas that you have with this and kind of walk us through what that feels like and looks like to you? And one of them is, you know, dogs bring us into harmony with nature at a time of environmental peril. All these different materialism and capitalism elements, which, you know, have a place, but have taken over too much for us and brought things to an extent where we're hurting the planet. Such beauty in nature and such beauty in humanity and, and humans are part of that. So being more like them and being more into harmony with nature is it perhaps the most important thing, which is why it's the first point of the manifesto. You know, another one is they give us the gift of innocence, which I touched on before. And we're all born with this purity and this innocence. And by being around them, we can touch back onto it. Another one I love is that they remind us of the importance of play. Play is one of these beautiful things that as children, when we have our innocence, we do so much more than we do as adults. But our dogs are always in a play mode to an extent. They always see the world in a fun way, whether it's chasing a tennis ball or batting at something or running around with the zoomies. They're always in this mode where it's fun and they're enjoying themselves and not taking themselves too seriously like we do. Importance of play is imperative for us to maintain our happiness and our fluidity and sense of humor of the world because Bad things are always going to happen, and life is always so complicated. So if we don't look at it in a funny way, in a fun way, we're not going to enjoy ourselves. We need to keep that level of 
irony of the world that they always have. I think they're constant comedians and they understand uh, inherently that life is a big playground. As hard as it can be, it has to come back to that. Absolutely. Another one is the structure of family and a pack. And the pack isn't something that's by blood. I think that's a, an outdated way to look at family. Family is anyone that you love and that loves you. And being together, they always want everyone to be together. You know, my pups are happier when all humans are all together. But their family values are unsurpassed and help us as a family all be happy as a unit and keep that kind of collective mindset as a unit together, as a pack. I love all of these ideas of this manifesto. And again, these are such wonderful life lessons and extensions that are lessons that I think we learn as dog owners, but that are really just universal truths. And I really admire all of these. Thank you. Can you tell me about American Humane and why you decided to donate the book's proceeds to them? As I mentioned, the inspiration for writing this book was what I've learned that it really brought me so much happiness to think about Rosenberg and then to think about other people and to dedicate as much of my life as I can for positivity, philanthropy, and for good. And they're also such a historic organization that fights and does so much good for animals. And it just is the best charity that I've ever known that does this. So for me, it was basically a perfect fit for me to donate all my proceeds. I love American Humane and I can't say enough good things about them as people and as a charity. And I like that they've been around since 1877, which is incredible. Do you have any final words for our listeners about what you hope to convey or communicate with this book? We can all be helped through the love of an animal. We can all be brought back to a sense of purity, a sense of purpose. You can be helped in ways that are sometimes hard to see when we're suffering. So please remember that and give it a try. So your book is coming out September 27th, Dog Dad, How Animals Bring Out the Best in Us and Can Help Save the World. Such a beautiful title. Thank you. The book can be found anywhere where books are sold, Topher Brophy, Dog Dad, or Topher Brophy Book, and it'll come right up. So where can we find you online and on social media? So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, it's all at Topher Brophy, T-O-P-H-E-R-B-R-O-P-H-Y. What a pleasure, and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for all the work you do. I, I appreciate you tremendously, John. It was such a pleasure and such a thrill to have Topher back on the show to speak again, this time about his new book. I love the ideas from his Dog Dad Manifesto and how he's distilled all of these ideas into a set of succinct concepts that I feel really do illustrate well the human-to-dog bond. And I really do agree with Topher that if we were more the people our dogs think we are or want us to be, the world would be a better place. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is made by, as it should be, a production company and content studio. It is made with the support of Scott Benaglio, executive producer, and Jack Summer, our producer and editor. Special thanks to Daniel Lampert, our neighbor and composer, for creating the music for the show. You can follow Dog Save the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. 
You can also follow our show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. To sign up for our monthly email newsletter, you can go to dogsavethepeople.com. On the website, you'll also find show merch in our online gift shop. This includes shirts from the Tiny Tim Rescue Fund, My Foundation, where profits go to supporting independent rescues and shelters. If you have any questions or submissions, please drop a note to the email address bark at dogsavethepeople.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so see you next week for another episode from Dog Save the People. Enjoy a walk with your dog outside and make it a great day for both of you. Thank you.